Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca. Before the ayahuasca. Don't drink the brown ayahuasca. All ayahuasca is brown. Not endorsing nor opposing the use of ayahuasca. Anyway, I think you could, through A Course in Miracles lens, I think it could be argued that there's specialness and going on with ayahuasca, if you know about specialness in the course, uh, it's uh, it's kind of like idolization. There could certainly be some of that with the ayahuasca. So that's not what this is for. Oh, this is a beautiful lesson. This is just lesson 269. I actually got stuck. I actually got stuck on lesson 269. My sight goes forth to look upon Christ's face for like seven years. And this was the lesson I actually stopped on in probably, I want to say 2013, maybe 2012, something like that. And I just put it down and I didn't pick the, it was probably wasn't seven years. It was probably like five years. It was probably like realistically 2012 to like 2019. Yeah, it's like, yeah, seven years actually. It was a, there was a, a big chunk of time where I didn't do any Course in Miracles work until I, I think I've told the story, until I, I ended up with a stalker. There was this guy stalking me, this total psycho, because he was the, ex-boy, he was the ex-boyfriend of this girl I was dating who I met at the Kundalini studio. I really liked her too. It just she turned out to be a complete psycho too. I think that the two of them were in stalking cahoots together and so as a result of that I ended up becoming very suicidal and fleeing San Diego and Sanitas where I was living to go to the desert. And uh, I went to the desert and as I was leaving, I turned around and saw Course in Miracles and I grabbed it and I took it with me and a profound awakening begun at that point. So anyway, Lesson 269, my sight goes forth to look upon Christ's face. I ask your blessing on my sight today. It is the means which you have chosen to become the way to show me my mistakes and look beyond them. It is given me to find a new perception through the guide you gave me, the guide, capital G, that's the Holy Spirit, and through his lessons to surpass perception and return to truth. I ask for the illusion which transcends all those I made. Today I choose to see a world forgiven in which everyone shows me the face of Christ and teaches me that what I look upon belongs to me, that nothing is that nothing is except your holy son. Wow. This, there's just a lot in here. I ask your blessing on my sight today. It is the means which you have chosen to become the way to show me my mistakes and look beyond them. It has given me to find a new perception through the guide you gave me. So it is, it's given me, I can find a new perception through this guide, through listening to the Holy Spirit, right? That I believe there's just so much buried in here. So capital G, capital Y, the guide you gave me. So I believe that guide would be the Holy Spirit and you would be God. And through his lessons, capital H, to surpass perception and return to truth. I ask for the illusion which transcends all those I made. So again, this stuff, this stuff is very deep. Um, There's just, again, so much buried within this. You could spend the 
literally the rest of your life studying the course and dissecting the course and and reaching for deeper understandings of the words within the lessons and the text and the supplemental materials at the end and still not scratch the surface regarding the granularity of it. But if you just look at it from a macroscopic perspective, it's forgive, forgive, forgive. You know, if you're suffering, if you're feeling hatred for someone or something or some institution, you're in your ego. And the job then is to switch the thinking from the thinking of the ego to the thinking of the Holy Spirit. That's it in a nutshell. And that is the atonement. The atonement, again, as I say all the time, is the interlocking chain of forgiveness. And you can read about that. If, if you want to read anything out of the text, just read the first chapter, the first section of the first chapter, Principles of Miracles in particular. Really great, profound stuff. So that was the prayer that I just read. This is the text. Today our sight is blessed indeed. We share one vision as we look upon the face of him whose self is ours. We are one because of him who is the Son of God, of him who is our own identity. So uh, lesson 269, my sight goes forth to look upon Christ's face. I was telling that stalker story, right? And, and I was out in the desert. And I was flipping through the text, and I was just doing an overall, just a review. I knew I actually knew which lesson I had stopped on. I knew that I had stopped on Lesson 269. And I was just kind of doing this sort of loose kind of a review, just kind of flipping through the various lessons, and I got this message that was like, your review is going very well. It was like God talking to me. And then, uh, it, Lesson, There's Nothing My Holiness Cannot Do. I believe that is Lesson 46. Lesson, let's check. There is nothing my holiness cannot do. Nope. This is in the holiness lessons. Yeah, lesson 38. I thought it was 48, 46. It was 38. So I don't know if you recall from the beginning of the chapter, I was talking about the holy lessons, which are like lessons 30 through 40. Uh, I'm just looking at 35. My part is my, my mind is part of God's. I am very holy. My holiness envelops everything I see. My holiness blesses the world. There is nothing my holiness cannot do. My holiness is my salvation, those five lessons. So lesson 38, there's nothing my holiness cannot do. I'm out in the desert, and this psycho is calling me, and I know he's calling me because he's calling. it's calling from an unknown number, and, and I know it's him. And it's like, it's I mean, it's terrifying. It's like Cape Fear or something. I mean, it's not to have an actual psychopathic stalker after you is not cool it's to have a, a real psycho that you know might murder you and probably and wants to murder you and doesn't care what happens to him that's a ter that's a terrifying thing to say the absolute very least and so i'm out there and i'm flipping through the book and i'm reading through lesson 38 and i'm like oh there's well there's nothing my holiness cannot do and so if you recall that lesson it says in the situation involving blah 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 you know, and what they're facing or whatever, there's nothing my holiness cannot do. That's the, the application of the lesson. So this guy's calling me and I just started saying, I just started reciting the lesson. There's nothing my holiness cannot do. In regards to this psycho who's calling me, there's nothing my holiness cannot do. And what happened was the phone would ring and I would say the prayer and then the phone would stop ringing like in the middle of the first ring. It went from like ringing, you know, five times or however many times a phone rings to just immediately being cut off as soon as I started saying this. I'm not kidding at all. I'm not exaggerating. And so that was when I really started to, to get that God was on my side. 
And from there, my business, uh, it, my business blew up. I mean, it didn't, I didn't become a millionaire or anything, but I, I stepped out of this uh, famine sort of a mindset I had stepped into. So that's my story. That's my practical application of The Course in Miracles as it relates to a stalker story from the course uh, on, here on the Course in Miracles podcast. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time and have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.